Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 487. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. 13 more episodes, 13 more weeks. We're, we're, we'll be in the, almost the playoffs by then. No, we're not. We'll be mid-season. Anyhow, uh, that, yeah, this is, uh, we're coming to you live from Mayor BC. Uh, I don't know. Did I say I was Christopher Jones? I think I did. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Um, What's going on? Well, we're in the middle of football. Football's starting. We got training camp that was supposed to start on Sunday, Monday, something like that, and it got postponed. And some player, some teams still kept going. Uh, some players keep practicing. Things are going on. We had a labor dispute. Uh, CFLPA dug their heels in, and the league uh, made some pretty uh, outlandish, shall we say. Uh, uh, offers and uh they seem to uh have been far 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 apart and by the end of the week while well, we're wednesday actually midweek they had come to an agreement and uh and players ratified it we have a deal that's signed for seven years long and uh we're back to training camp uh preseason games are coming up i think they postponed the rider bomber preseason game uh they don't know when that announcement's going to be it was i thought it was supposed to be today uh maybe they have we'll talk to charles because he knows everything uh so yeah but we've got preseason coming up we got football buddy we have football we've waited how many months for football a long time it was like back in october november that we had a great cup game maybe it was december i don't know because it was a weird season because of that covid shit Thankfully, that's people stopped believing in that garbage, and we've moved on. Uh, that's correct. We've moved on. So now, what's going on? We're going to talk some football tonight. We're going to open up the mics, talk to the boys, and uh, we're ta- it's exciting times, man. We got players. Who's going to make the team? We got oh, the first time in forever. We've got a designated Canadian starting quarterback in the CFL. That's amazing. Uh, I think it's awesome. I'm a little hesitant because it's my team, like the BC Lions have this, because, you know, I, we haven't proved that these guys are any good yet. But uh, what the hell? We're going to see what happens and uh, go forth and conquer. I'm opening up the mics right now, and let's see what happens. Oh, just don't push the big red button there and delete these guys. Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? And thank you very much for setting up the podcast and getting it going and everything else. I, I've been... Uh, I got a horse clinic going on at my place, and I got kicked out of my office. I got kicked out of my house, and I'm actually doing the show from the cab of my truck. So hopefully sound quality is good, and uh, we're going to keep this thing going, and I don't run out of fuel. Just trucking along. So I got the heater going. Just trucking along. I think there's a song about that, isn't it? Trucking. Uh, Yeah, something about off to the rodeo, minus 40. No, 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 no. That was something else. That was L-Man left, L-Man right. Come on, you fucking dummy. Get the right steps right. Get off the stage, you goddamn goose. I like that song. You piss me off. Yeah, fucking jerk. You get on my nerves. Anyhow. Oh, here comes Johnny with his pecker in his hand. He's the one ball man. He's off the rodeo. Yeah, sorry. I have that song on my phone. I know the words. I know the I know the words. 
Okay. So, no, that's not what I was talking about. There's, it, I think it was the Grateful Dead. I could be wrong, but it was trucking. Anyhow, uh, you got to listen to Classic Rewind on Sirius XM, and, and you'll get these awesome songs. Well, not off to the rodeo. I haven't heard that for in 35 years, probably. Anyhow, but Charles has it on his phone. Way to go, bud. I'm impressed. I do. So, yep. anyhow, what do you Will's, Will's at the show. Charles is at the show. We're both here talking. We're all three of us are talking, and that's a good thing. So um, we have a ratified uh, CBA, uh, Collective Bargaining Agreement, between the uh, Canadian Football League Players Association and the Canadian Football League, and that's a big hurrah. Uh, they pulled it off in, in just the nick of time, uh, probably about four days too late, but uh, not overly too late enough to we're still going to have a season on time and everything else so the uh player action really was inconsequential other than they're going to have to move a preseason game so what's your thoughts william what's going on what do you think well my first question because you didn't let me say anything earlier but i'm going to ask you this are your grandkids in bed no they're running around by the campfire now with all these women Oh, okay. Because don't they don't they think you're strange sitting in your truck talking to yourself? <laughs> My grandkids? No, yes. they're bouncing on the trampoline right now. I can see them. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Anyways, um, yeah, there's there's a new CBA. I I don't I don't care, I don't care about anything about the CBA other than I'm going to get to watch football and I get to go to my first game of the year next Thursday. It's an exhibition game. I don't know who it's against. Can't remember, but I don't care. It's a football game. It's an exhibition game. And I did, I did manage to slip out. I did manage to slip out yesterday and watch, and watch a Stampeders practice. Okay. Remember, remember this, remember this, remember this. You heard it here first. Oh, baby. Bo is back, my friends. Bo is back. He's throwing that ball big time. He's back. He's back. Yeah, That's well, all I can okay. say. Let's see if he makes the right decisions. Uh, but he's back. As far as his arm goes, he's back. I saw him throw a Charles. couple of really deep balls today. So, good, good, good. So. The first preseason game for the Calgary Stampeders at home is against the BC Lions. That's what oh, I thought. my mistake. That's what I thought. That's what Saturday, I thought. Saturday, May 28th at 1 p.m. The next Pacific week time, we must so. play. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be what did you say Saturday what? There. Saturday, May 28th. May? That's not. May 28th. So. Really? I'm looking at it. I'm looking at so. the schedule here. Sorry. Preseason NBC? week one. No, it's in Calgary. Oh, yeah, you're right. Saturday, May 28th at 2 p.m. I thought it was yep. Thursday. I'm wrong. Story so hey, out. Saturday a Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. BC's home game is June third, Friday, June third, and it's the Stampeders are in town. No, it's Saskatchewan. Cal- Calgary is in Edmonton on that same Friday. Right. At the same time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not many preseason games are televised, so. We won't get to watch. That's what a BC is. Oh, is it? Yeah, but we get to. There are there are four games. Okay, four games. What? 
That's good, because I, I can watch that. I'm yeah. not going to go to it. Yeah, neither am I, because I'll be moving that day, but... Uh, You're <sighs> moving? Where are you moving, Charles? Charles! Yeah. Charles, that's huge news! Where, where, where oh, I thought I mentioned to? that before. Pardon? Nope. No. Nope. I haven't heard this. Oh, I'm moving up to the Nicola Valley. Bullshit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm staying. <laughs> I am moving, but I'm staying in Abbotsford. I'm just, I'm like moving about five kilometers away from where I am now. In fact, I've already started okay. moving. In fact, I'm sitting doing the show in my new house right now. Because I've already got possession, but we're moving our stuff on the Friday. The June the 3rd. Okay. Is this with the in-laws? Or are you on the, your own? Nope. We'll be on our own. Congratulations. Yep. Decided it was time to downsize, so. Wow. Because we had a awesome. big house previously, so. But we decided that. But we got a new place. Yeah. I like it, so it's good. Yep, so. And uh, oh, the actual move day, we actually got movers. What's that? Are you moving yep, into a house? Coming or... on June 3rd. Yeah, it's a house. A house, a condo? What yep. are you moving into? House. Which house? Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Well, that's, that's yep. awesome oh, yeah. news, buddy. Congratulations. Yep. Yes, it is. Excited about it. So big, big, I won't be at the Lions first game, yeah. but I'll probably be able to watch it on TV. So that's good. Yeah, that, that is good. Yep. We don't by chance get to watch the Lions game in Calgary, do we? The Calgary, no, the game in Calgary is not televised. Although we should point out that there have been times in the past where during preseason uh, the teams will televise it on their website, the games that are not on TSN. So they could be games that pop up that become available. But there are only four being officially uh, televised by TSN. The Lions have never done that. No, that's correct. The BC Lions have never done that. Yep. I, I don't know whether they're technically challenged and don't know how to figure that out or what, but anyhow, I, I don't want to pick on the team too much. So, yeah, we got a CBA. Charles, do you have any off-the-top comments on this? This is a wonderful thing. I mean, our kind it of is. agenda goes out the window, doesn't it? Well, I, uh, I put it together literally during the day yesterday, and then, of course, they, they announced they uh, came to an agreement about 6.30 at night, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm not doing a new agenda. So I'm like, uh, we'll probably be talking most of the show about this, but I'll just leave it up there because we do have other topics we can talk about if we want. But once the, once the CBA got agreed to, that kind of um, um, <laughs> threw everything out the, out window, the window and kind of gave us something to talk about, so... No, that's fine. No, excited. It was a really weird, like, five days. The, just the way it unfolded was really strange. Yeah, it was. Because I remember, uh, yeah, because yeah, I remember like, last they week. They hated each other. Well, it's weird, because I remember we were on the show last week, and there seemed to be, uh, that, you know, a lot of optimistic. They're like, oh, things are going well. They're getting things done. Uh, most people are saying, all oh, this should be able to get done in the next couple of days. And that seemed to be the way it's going. And then Saturday hit. And then all of a sudden, uh, Saturday hits, the talks break off. 
and there's all this bad feeling that had just kind of come out of nowhere. And then we hadn't heard a lot since Saturday. They hadn't been talking, at least not publicly. And, I mean, sides were saying things online and stuff like that, but there didn't seem to be anything talking. And then a really weird thing happened on Tuesday. There had been a lot of chatter and stuff like that on Twitter and on social media from the players and, and, you know, some league officials and stuff like that. Tuesday, social media went dead silent uh, with regards to the players and uh, the league. It's like they weren't even existing on social media. So that's when the first rumbling started coming out. They, these guys, I think, may be talking again. And then that got kind of confirmed by Farhan Lalji yesterday morning that, hey, they uh, have been talking and making progress. And, you know, it just kept, there were rumors all day yesterday, and then about 6.30 they come out and say we have a deal. So it just kind of came out of nowhere. They never even really uh, re-began um, formalized talk. Uh, apparently a lot of the stuff they were doing was virtual. Maybe it's good that they weren't in the same room together, but they were able to somehow go through and get it done, uh, kind of out of the blue. But uh, good on them. At least we got it done, and we can put this labor crap behind us and start concentrating on football. Yeah, no, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that what happened in this negotiations and what was agreed on and ratified. Um, first off, the, the league asked for a 10-year deal, and this yep. was massive. Because we had never heard of a 10-year deal before. I think the longest one was four years, three or four years, and most of them have been two. Um, the last, we, we just went through a one-year um, CBA. They had, they had renegotiated it last year. And uh, so now all of a sudden the league asked for 10, and it was everybody was going, oh, my God, the players will never agree to that. There's no way the players, that, that, that's, the league is being assholes and this, that, and everything else. Well, the final agreement was for seven, which still, in my opinion, is astronomical. Um, isn't that about the time? No, it's five years that the TSN contract is up, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so in five years, the TSN contract's up. So in seven years, we'll have a new TSN contract, and then we'll be working on a new CBA. So the players yeah. got two years... To, to figure out what they're going to do with that, I think this is a good, this is a good thing. This seven-year deal is, a, is is good for both sides. I mean, who knows what could happen in, in the revenue stream side of things between now and then, but they do have percentages of things that could happen in the future. So, yeah, right. I, I don't see how the players can lose the seven-year deal. No, I don't see it either. And I'm glad they have it so we're not going to have to talk about this like every two, three years because it, it seems like we're talking about this like every couple of years and it gets annoying and boring to talk about. Well, now we're not going to have to talk about any labor stuff until 2029, which I'm perfectly happy with. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good thing. Will, you're making yep. some funny noises, buddy. Am I? Um, yeah. I didn't think I was making any noise. <laughs> well, somebody was. 
And it was it was going on while Charles now. was talking, so I have to assume that it was you. So anyhow, um, we got yeah, some other interesting things that happened. Okay, with that. Uh, one of the other things that has been a big, big talking point with the uh, uh, fans is the um, is the ratio and how. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a Canadian import ratio, and uh, what do we, you know, it, it's antiquated, it's archaic. We, all of us on the panel agree that it needs to go away, and yet the league just agreed to expand it. And I know that a lot of people are going to say, well, it's not really expanded because it's still seven starting Canadians, but uh, the, the eighth, eighth national now can be, can be, doesn't have to be, but can be uh, a nationalized uh, import player who has been in the league for at least four years or on one team for three years. That's correct, right? I thought it was five yes, years on on, in the league. Five, yeah, that's right. Five years in the league or three years with the same team. Okay. So, like, now our designated national in in BC would be like okay let's say Brian Burnham. Yep. Right? He's been with the league with the Lions for more than 3 years. I think he's been with us for 8. So he's now our our national player. It doesn't make a difference. He was an American anyhow. So what's the di- what why does this make any difference? Well, part of the thing they're talking Prior- about is after sorry after you've been there for three years and, and you become a Canadian or a national player, it's, uh, they say it's also incentive for players to stay with the team longer yeah. than these one-year I, fucking I contracts. I understand all of that, and I don't argue yeah. with that. It makes sense. Right. But my problem is, is that prior to this contract, okay, prior to this contract, those Americans were just there anyhow. So this doesn't make any sense. If this, if this was the seven starting uh, nationals and one of them could be a naturalized Canadian, then there would be some concession in there. Right now it made no difference between we had seven, now we have eight, but one of them can be American if it's anything. Well, that one could have been an American before. And it was an American before. So I don't understand where the concession came from for the players and or the league. This just doesn't make sense. It's not advantageous to either side. Well, because it doesn't take up an import spot then if they're a naturalized Canadian. But they didn't take up one before. Sure they did. Right? Why wouldn't they have? Right. But but now we've reduced the amount of Americans that need to be on a, on a thing. If you had left the same amount of Americans, it would have been the same thing. There is no logical goodness out of this. Okay. Do you, do you see that? Yeah. But also, there apparently, also in this, there is a, a provision to... Um, where a they can also use three other naturalized Canadians 
for 49% of the plays in the game. This is where a lot of people yes. kind of got confused about it. Not so confused, yeah. but and who's going to keep track of it? Yeah. Well, I, I can see that. Now, here's where I would have seen that this is going to happen, okay? We've now expanded it to eight nationals, okay? One of which can yeah. be a naturalized Canadian. So once that player, Brian Burnham, and you're only allowed to have one player on your team as a naturalized Canadian, only one, mm-hmm. okay? So you have to make him a starter. So if all your starters are, are not in the league or, you know what I mean, then, then it doesn't work. But let's just hypothetically say that it's, it, we're going to use the BC Lions because that's what I know the best, um, Brian mm-hmm. Burnham. And at the end of this year, he is now considered an, a Canadian. He's no longer a naturalized Canadian. He is now a Canadian because he served his one-year probation as a naturalized Canadian. Next year can be somebody else. So after seven years, we could all have naturalized Canadians if they were still on your team. Once they leave the team, then they're, they're no longer considered a naturalized Canadian on your team. Do you see what I mean? So it could be the elimination of the ratio if you maintain your team over that period of time. And that would get, create more incentive to keep players long-term. Come on. Somebody come up with something here. Do you see what I'm talking about? Does it make sense? Do you understand it? I, got I thought I understood it until you started. I thought I understood it until you started talking, to be honest with you. Okay. This was a scenario that I just created. Okay? It's not part of the CBA. If Now, this year we have a naturalized Canadian is the eighth player, eighth uh, national right. player that we have to have. And it can be a naturalized right. American, okay? Or it can be a, a regular Canadian. It doesn't have to be an American, okay? So let's say we make it a Canadian like Brian Burnham. Now, at the end of the 2022 season, Brian Burnham is now considered a national starter. Okay? It's kind of like a one-year probation period where he was the nationalized starter. Now he is a Canadian starter because he's kind of became one of us now. He's wearing the maple leaf. Next year, we get a different one. And Brian oh, yeah, Burnham sorry, can sorry, act stop, as a stop, Canadian stop, 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 as long stop, as he's with stop. the team. Stop. Okay, so so if it's a one-year probation period next year, is he a Canadian? He's considered a Canadian. So okay. he's one is of the seven. Is he considered, hold on, is he considered one of the seven Canadians? Yes. Okay. Now, this is not what's happening. This is just me coming up with an idea. No, I thought that's what was happening. No, I don't think so. Is that really what's happening? Because then I think it's a wonderful thing. Charles? Charles, say something, please. Because I'm trying to figure this out. 
Cheryl still with us? I don't know. I have to look. I think so. Hang on. Cheryl? I got to go over here. I, I'm challenged here, okay? Hang on. I got to find Blog Talk. Where is Blog Talk? There it is. Oh, where did that, that go? I found it for a minute. There it is. Yeah, we still have Charles here. He's the host. But he's not answering. So text him or something. Okay, I will. The ability to negotiate up to 50% guaranteed on the third. Hang on, what's he done here? Charles says he's he's talking. He says he's talking. Well, I don't hear him. Neither do I. So then neither does the radio land. Charles, your mic's not working. Did you mute yourself or uh, your headphones die batteries or something? You probably can't hear us, hear you. Maybe I'll text him. And he says no. No. Well, he can hear us, which is a good thing. I like to be heard. I like, I just don't want to talk to myself. I like other people to hear me, and and it's really nice if they communicate back. But, Charles, we're not hearing you. Okay, well, no, no matter. Let's continue. Okay, on. Charles, hang up and and phone back, or hang up and uh, hang on. Just wait a second, and then I'll write your number down, and then I will call you. Okay. Goodbye, Charles. No, oh, I can't. I can't hang you up because you're the host. Right. <laughs> you're the host, buddy. You can't hang up. Oh my god. Anyways. Can, can you phone on another phone? <laughs> I got no text button phone. here to hang you up. Okay. If I hang up. Will the show end? No, it'll come up and it'll ask you if you want to end the show and you say no. Because it'll say we've lost the host. Good. That's a good thing, Charles. Say no. Okay, so anyhow, did you see what Charles sent you? Can you send me something? Yes, I'll call you back, Charles. He's still yeah, what here. Does he say? With what? Okay. Okay, I'm going to try to phone him here.
he wasn't going to talk to you that Oh, I didn't well, turn to the screening room, so it's going to ring here. Oh, okay. One ringy dingy. Remember Lily Tomlin from uh, Laughing? Yep. With Two ringy dingies. Charles, are you back? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yes, you now. Yes, we can. Okay, that's better. I have no idea what happened there. I was talking, and you guys could not hear me. I don't know why. I don't know either. It was really weird. That's okay. We fixed it, so let's move on. So okay. you sent us some interesting info here. Um, and uh, from Farhan Lauji. Yep. So... And this is what he's got. He says, I think this is a very good deal for the players and a, and really the CFL as a whole. A meaningful increase to the salary cap. Access to all, which he, they don't say what the extensions are on the salary cap. Access what I read is it goes up 100000 And the ability to audit. What's that? What I heard is that it goes up $100,000 every year of the deal is my understanding. Well, that's not bad. It's at 5.3 last year. So yeah. this year it's going to go to uh, 5.4. So it's going to end up at $6 million at the end of the deal, which right. is, is okay. Nothing the matter with that. I also heard something at, at, at one point in time there was an offer to make the minimum wage uh, $70,000 instead of 56000 or 57000 whatever it is now. Um that's just twelve thousand dollars a season per player. I mean, that would affect the higher end players more than the lower end. The lower end players would get more money, but there wouldn't be as much money to share around for all the higher end players because the salary cap wouldn't have gone up by the amount of money that it was needed to bring up the the minimum wage, right? Mm-hmm. So there would have to be yeah, concessions. From the higher-end players. Okay. So then, uh, access to all revenues, including Grey Cup, and the ability to audit the statements. That's a a big thing, because uh, as a private corporation, uh, like the BC Lions, uh, Calgary, uh, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Hamilton are not obligated to make their financial statements public because they're a privately owned and held corporation. So this is a big thing. This is, this is something interesting. Five years of medical benefits by year three of the deal. I don't know what that means. What that means is basically CFL players after they retire currently – they get three years of medical coverage uh, from the league after they retire. So it's now moving up to five years. And this was basically in return for um, the padded practices. This is one of the things they wanted. They said if we're going to do padded practices, we uh, want um, to um, have better medical coverage. So, so that's kind of how this worked out. After you get fired from your job, after you get fired from your job, the company is obligated now to pay your extended health benefits for five years. Correct. Essentially. Which In is not what all world that. Does that fucking make sense? 
You know what? Well, I've heard with other unions. This goes back. This goes back to what's his name getting hurt. That uh, bomber. Do you remember what his name was, Charles? Uh, Which one are you talking about? He was a D. He was a D back, and he had some serious issues after he retired, and his medical coverage was gone after I think a year or something like that with right. the CFL. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name, and I can't. Um, and he was, like, they had a GoFundMe page for him and everything because he was in the... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what his name was. And I think that's what this that's what this goes back to. I really do. So. Yeah. Well, here's where I have a problem with this. And... Uh, you know, I, it, it's not that I, I don't respect the players and everything else, because I do. But if a player is injured playing football, I, I personally think that teams should be responsible for them until he's healthy. But they're not. If that never happens, I know. But they're not. If, that doesn't, if he never gets healthy, the team should be on the hook for taking his medical coverage either through insurance or through something un- until he's better. Now, I don't, but I don't think that they should supply health benefits to healthy players when they leave the league. Well, <clears throat> okay. So the guy they goes skiing it, and so. he breaks his leg. Are the line, is, is the football team's benefits now goes up because they're, the insurance is being used because this guy went skiing? Well, I think Probably. they do have to have – well, I, I think – I don't know. I, I was under the impression they, that they had to be related to the – an injury related to uh, to uh, his playing. I, I don't think it's Football. just uh, unlimited. I think it's just any injury, you know, lingering injuries and treatment he needs uh, that are connected to football. I don't think it's just a blanket yeah, health care. I think you're. I think you're right too, because with this guy we were talking about earlier, his benefits. I think currently your benefits end after one year or something like that. that that's and, what uh, was my understanding. Yeah. Will. Yeah. I thought the same thing, and I disagree yeah. with that. I don't have a problem with taking financial responsibility for a player that was injured in, in practice or in game for the betterment of the team. You, you okay. should have that obligation. I mean, I know people who have had their, a worker working for them, and the guy fell off the roof of the house, and he got a brain injury, and that 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 person took that person into their house and, and takes care of them for the rest of their life, right? I, I think that that's something that you sh- the onus should be on the person or organization or corporation that is uh, employing or using the services of that in. The two of them. Yeah. And if that's what this is, I have no issues for it. Good on them. But why does it end at five years? Right. Mm-hmm. Let's hypothetically say, uh, do you remember, what was that receiver for Edmonton? That He was a coach or something. He broke his neck. Yeah. Um um, oh shoot! I know who you're talking. Jason Tucker. I wanted to say Ed Hervey. It's not Ed Hervey. No, it's Jason, Jason Tucker. Tucker. No. Jason um, Tucker. 
Jason, Jason Tucker. Tucker. Jason Tucker. Jason. Right. Now, hypothetically, say, let's say he was paralyzed, which could very well have happened. I mean, yeah. he was a micro inch from from that happening. I think that the football club, the Edmonton Eskimos at the time, should have been responsible for taking care of this paraplegic for the rest of his life. Making sure that he gets, uh, you know, access to his his house and to his car and uh, proper treatment and whatever, whatever it takes. And not for one year, three years, or five years. I think that his injury is not going away. So why should his benefit? Yeah, I tend to, I tend to agree with you, but that's not the way it is. Maybe in the next one it'll be like that. I don't know, because I think I think there that that was his name, Jonathan Hefney. That was his name. Oh, that's right. right. I think a lot of I think a lot of this is because of Jonathan he, Jonathan Hefney because it ended a year after, and he's going to need two or three years worth of medical coverage or something like that. So maybe. They're starting with five years, and maybe the next time it'll be ten years. Who knows? Yeah. But I mean, and, I mean it, it, if you the league was already doing things, this anyways. They were already at, at three years. If you look at a normal industry like the industry I'm in, I mean, all the guys are covered by workers' comp, and if they have a if they have a career-ending injury, workers' comp covers them for the rest of their lives. Correct. Okay, and and we pay through the teeth for the rest of our lives too. So we, as in Correct. the company I work okay. for. So, so if if you look at the deal here, it says five years of medical benefits by year three of the deal. So this is it, this isn't active right now. No, it's no. Yeah, this isn't, doesn't come into effect until year three of the CBA. Right. I think that's a little cowardly on both sides. Yes and no. But, I mean, the players should have pushed for it, and, I mean, the league agreed to it, so why not agree to it right now? Okay. Well, I think it's Let, probably, probably a given – it was a give-and-take thing so they, they could play football, right? Yeah, yeah I understand that. I understand that. I just think that you need to be responsible. Okay. The ability to negotiate up to 50% guaranteed on the third year of a three-year deal. This is a huge concession by the league. I was going to say, this is a big one for the players. It's a big one for the players. But what it does is it now – Players want to get that third-year deal as opposed to a one-year deal because they know they're going yes. to be with the team anyhow. I mean, a lot of players yes. have been with their team the entire career. Yes, but will so but will but, but will organization actually sign them to three-year deals now, or will they only sign them to two-year deals? I don't know. It's part of the negotiations, isn't it? Right. But what does it say? What did that say in there, Will? Did, there was something really important into this. I don't know. You tell me. The ability to negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. 
That doesn't mean that it has to be negotiated. That doesn't mean that the no. team has to give it up. No, it doesn't. Okay. So, is this a concession? Yeah. And also, Kentucky's loopholes. Here's the thing I would think. Well, here's one. Here's the thing I was thinking. Can't the team just sign a player to a three-year contract and cut him after year two, and he doesn't get nothing guaranteed at that point? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like when we see uh, teams release players a day before a bonus is due. Yep. Correct. It, 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 right before it is. But, you know, there's players out there, and, and shit, I don't know, let's, let's use – um, Bo Levi, for an example here, where he signed a four-year deal for $700,000, $725,000 a year, of which he renegotiated yep. and renegotiated. But it was a four-year deal, so his third and fourth year could be guaranteed 50% of the money. Yep. Yep. So that's a kind of a... Yeah, it, it's advantageous to the players here. Uh but it doesn't mean that the team has to give them that option. No. That's true. Correct. Okay, I love Uh, this one. I love this one. The deal ends 30 days before training camp, not the day before training camp. Yeah, that makes sense. This should have been the case all along. Why they left it out? Well, I know, I know why it was done because it was simply done to get all the players uh, into their training camp cities to make it harder for them to strike. Because a lot of players are going to say, "I already traveled here; I'm not going on strike." That's the whole reason for it. Uh, but it, it, uh, I'm glad they did that because it was really um, it made no sense otherwise. No, and let's face I, it, the CFL, the CFL has seven years to figure this out anyways, right? <laughs> now, anyways. Yeah, you know, they'll start thinking about it in six years and 11 months. Yeah, absolutely, depending on, depending on who the commissioner is. <laughs> well, you don't right. think it's going to be Randy in seven years? It's going to be Randy Ambrosi in seven years. Oh, God. Please. I'd be happy if he wasn't the commissioner in seven days, but that's probably not going to happen. I was thinking now, but that's okay. Found. Now we can go back to working okay. on CFL 2.0. Right. No shut up. All the good that's in done. Halifax. In Halifax. In Halifax. Halifax. Oh, Halifax. Stop it. So, so is that everything? Can we still can we talk about this Canadian thing though for a second, please? I'm still okay. confused. Sure. Okay. So, what they're saying is, if a player has been with an organization for three years, that or in one organization in or five years in the league, they can correct. use one of their one of their seven spots and call him a Canadian. Is that correct? No. No, it's now eight spots. It's now eight spots. Okay. So, well, then that's kind of silly. It is. It's stupid. 
If it was one of the seven spots, I understand it because that eighth spot was an American anyhow. Yeah, but what you're saying now is that you're allowed to have eight Canadians, but one of them can be an American. Right. Correct. So you're eliminating an American spot, really. Essentially, yeah. Correct. (laughs) That's kind of silly. Technically, it's weird the way they did it. It's really weird the way they did it. You know, it's funny. There's no reason for it. It's not logical. I did have a conversation the other day with with, uh, my buddy whose son plays for St. Peter's, and we kind of got down and dirty over this Canadian thing, and he thinks Canadians should be, it should be a rule for sure that they stay in. And I disagreed with him. First time we've ever disagreed on anything. And uh, he really didn't have a good reason, because all I said was I want them to compete equally for spots. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he couldn't come up with a good reason, to be honest with you. Other than I haven't seen anyone that did. Other than he thinks Canadian football will disappear. And I'm, Why? I kind of and, poo-pooed that. I poo-pooed that. Well, I know. I know, exactly. So, you know, and, and the most interesting thing of all, and I don't know if we've even talked about this before, and I was talking to my brother about this the other day. Do you realize that I don't know what it's like in BC, but it must be like this in BC, because do you realize that in, in, in Canada, high school coaches don't get paid to coach football? Well, of course they get paid. What do you mean they get paid? Usually it's a teacher, um, typically. They're teachers. They don't get paid. It's a volunteer job. It's a volunteer job. You don't get paid extra. Well, right. So, so. But it it has to be a member of the, I believe it has to be a member of the faculty of the school. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. So, and even university Canadian university coaches, they also have to teach as well. So they have to be highly I, did, I didn't know that, but okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, they do. So I had a okay. high school basketball coach who eventually coached U of, uh, U of M for 20-plus years, and he was also a professor. So, I mean, they get a little mm. bit different. They get a stipend or something like that, but... Apparently, it's not that impressive. As well, opposed Canadian to American university, college. no kidding. American colleges, so, yeah, they don't have to teach. No, they don't have to no, teach. No, they get half a million dollars a year salary. Most. Yeah. Yeah. They get paid so, more than I more mean, than the CFL coaches do. You know, are these guys, are high school coaches and university coaches coaching to get to the next level? In a lot of situations, I don't think so. No, they're doing they do it for it the for passion, the, for the love of the sport. They do it for the love of the game. They're doing it for the love of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I still don't think football will disappear if we cancel the ratio, but try and convince people of that. It's like, yeah, it's I've like never having yourself that in logic. the eye. Stabbing yourself in the eye. Okay. okay. So, I don't even want to do it. I played high school football at a very high caliber, 
Will, yes. you played high school football? Yes. Okay. Why did you play high school football? Um, Was it because you like wanted I to go to the you, CFL? Like I told you before, it's because my brother played football. That's what initially got me interested, because my brother played football. Okay. And I wanted to be just like my and brother. How many, how many years is, is this Rick, your brother? Rick McDonald? Yes. yes. Okay. So you wanted to be just like your brother, your big brother. Um, yes. What about year two? You were already like your well, brother. So now why did you play in year two? How many years did you I play wanted, in high school? I won a championship in year one, and I wanted to win okay. another two. I wanted to win another two. Okay. Okay. That's that makes why. sense. Yeah. And, no. And I and, and I liked hitting people, and and I had I had lots of fun. Understand? I, I'm a, okay. I'm I shouldn't say I was different, but I was different than most kids back then, um, because I come from I come from an army background. Okay, um, I was also I was also in cadets. Okay, and I liked. I like discipline, and football was another discipline because you had to do okay. what you were supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I very much so. Charles, did you play any organized sports? I didn't play football because our our my high school didn't actually have a football team. They do now, but they didn't back then. But I did play. I I was on the volleyball team. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um. And why did you play volleyball? Because my friends were playing, <laughs> so I wanted to play too. Okay. Yep. I, I guess, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people have expressed why they played football. I actually had somebody who said they played because they wanted to be in the CFL, which I thought was funny as hell because I'd never heard that before. Um, there a lot of people want to be in the NFL. A lot of people want to play football because they want to hit people. A lot of people want to play for all sorts of things. I played football because I wanted to get laid. Um, high-end I get football that, players yeah. in my high school got laid a lot. So it was it was just one of those things that happened. Okay. I mean, I didn't play it because I loved the game. Just happened to be good at it. Anyhow, so I I had no aspirations of playing in the CFL. Zero. I had no aspirations of playing in the NFL. I had no idea, no belief that I would ever make either league. Well, and, and, and I don't know what it was like in BC, but, you know, people can say all they want, you know, it's because they want to get to the next level. And in reality, there is no, there's no good reason to play football because back when I played football in high school, we practiced five days a week, yep. three hours a after night, school. three hours a night, and it was yep. after school. Yep. Okay, and yep. like, do you do you think that was fun? Because it wasn't. Well, you know, okay? no. Because they used to run our sure? run the bag. They used to kill us. Okay, and yep. we. By the way, yep. just so you know, we had padded practices every fucking day. Okay, so mm-hmm. I mean, I I can't think of a good reason to play football. 
And it wasn't because I thought I, I, I'd be. I don't remember I, practical trust me, pads. Trust me. I knew within the first year I wasn't going to make the CFL, okay? Mm. I knew it. Yeah. It's that simple. There's guys that you know, and there's guys that you don't know, okay? Mm-hmm. So. It is what it is. Anyhow, I just I have fun with this. It's a, yeah, I know. it is. I know. So, but I I still I've got I've argued tooth and nail with I don't know how many people about the ratio, and not one of them has a valid reason. Not one of them says, no. "Huh." When they say something, I go, "Huh, that makes sense." Yeah, I can accept that. Nothing. Zero. It doesn't exist. I've not heard a valid reason to keep the ratio. Right. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't Football's know. Football's not going to fall away in, in give, Canada. Maybe it's to give 210 Canadians a job. I don't know. Well, 21 times 9, Or sorry, no, I think it's, no, no, I'm thinking Halifax, sorry, 210, 29 times You can't 21 count times Halifax. 10. I'm counting Halifax. <laughs> Go Halifax. You can't count Halifax. Schooners, schooners. They don't have schooners. a team. <laughs> yes, they do. Schooners. Char- uh. Charles, help me with this one. What's, what stadium do they play in? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. I think a pro football team needs a stadium. No, they don't. The first pro football team probably didn't have a stadium. They probably had a field with grass. They also they probably went to the field on horseback. And, and everybody came with little stools and sat around and watched them. Come on. Let's go okay. back to our so, grassroots, baby. Here are two th- a couple of things that I've heard. I've heard that these are important, okay? These are important okay. to have a football team. They, just a couple things, okay? Um, okay? One is a stadium. Two is an owner. Three are fans. Let's right. not forget players. They need players, too. Sure. We just lost Christopher. Did we? I just noticed on here it said the call is dropped. <laughs> he got happen? so worked up the he, I don't know he got so worked up the call dropped. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe his maybe his fat cheeks hit the end button or something. I don't know. He's in his car, so maybe his car battery died. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't know car batteries died in the middle of the summer. He'll probably reemerge at some point. I'm guessing. Oh, here he is. See what I mean? Answer that, would you? You just Answer called that, himself. Sorry. Pick up. I, I, I just dropped. I don't know what happened. It just went away. And it was almost <laughs> like it. I'd been on the phone for an hour and it said, okay, that's enough. Fuck off. So it may do it again at 5 to 9 or 5 to 10. We'll see. If, if it does, we know that you're only allowed on the phone for an hour. The scariest thing, Christopher, is this is the best you've sounded in five years. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's like clear. It's like night and day. You haven't broken up once. 
I don't know what's going on here. Let's take a look at something. Okay. Uh, As we see that, he's going to yeah, drop. Yeah, I don't know. No, don't say that. I don't know, um, I don't oh, know yeah. what it is. I, I honestly can't tell you. Um, I'm going to buy some new computers and then uh, Bluetooth a bunch of stuff and get some new headphones. And I'm basically going to pension off all my podcasting equipment here and uh, start over. Because, uh, you know, I've got this big bulky tower uh, desktop computer or desk undertop computer or whatever you want to call these things. But it's a big massive thing that I built years ago. Uh, I think it's time to upgrade into something new and portable and uh, with some technology. So maybe we'll be talking on the good side of things in the in a next little while. We'll see if it happens. Okay. okay so I mean, I'm working off an iPad and a, and a cell phone right now. So should we talk about something else other than the CBA? We could. Should we? I think we'd I mean, we're an hour death. into this. Do we have anything else on the thing? Um, okay. Oh, no. uh, one of the other things that we've got in the CBA that we didn't talk about here is the ability yeah. to have two quarterbacks on the field at one time. Mm-hmm. Now, a quarterback cannot play another position, okay? So he has to be a quarterback. He's the only player on the field that has to be defined as a certain position. He can't come out as a defensive back on, when the defense is out there. He can't come out as a receiver. He can't come out as anything except a quarterback. Well, now he can come out as a receiver or a running back or anything and have two quarterbacks on the field at one time. This is an interesting, but I feel very poorly used or – I don't see the real benefit to this. And then something clicked in my head. Okay? Something clicked in my head on this. And you know what it was? Former star CFL quarterback Chris Strebler has been waived by the Miami Dolphins. Will he be returning to the CFL? And Rudy Leopold, or whatever his name is, the Bomber fan, said... Him coming back to Winnipeg would be a cool thing with these two quarterbacks on the field at one time. And I went, fuck yeah, that would no be kidding. interesting. Yeah, it would be. I can see this being interesting. I also can Him see and Caleros? Strebler being... Yeah, Caleros and Strebler on the field at the same time. Huh. So you know how you you got twin tailbacks? Have you seen that before? That position when you twin tailbacks, your quarterback's in shotgun, and he has the ability to hand off either way, right? Yep. Yeah. Can you imagine two 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 quarterbacks in shotgun? Yeah, you wouldn't know which one's going to get the ball. Which one's going to get the ball? There's some, it is kind of interesting. There's some, some interesting things that's going on. Yeah. And I don't know the more what's I've going thought to about with this one, and I don't know how often it's going to be used, but it's certainly going to be interesting when it does happen. And is this something that's going to happen in preseason? When are we going to see this first? Who, what team do you think is going to utilize this first? 
Hmm. I mean, I could... the very first preseason game? Maybe. It's not a bad time to try stuff like that out. When you got your your main starter and you got your backup out there. Yeah. I'm just just thinking... I'm just thinking, imagine the first time the BC Lions roll out their two Canadian quarterbacks. People are just going to go into fits. That... That'll be brilliant because once the uh, once the defense falls over laughing, the the field will be wide open. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That was mean to say, but I'm actually uh, very intrigued by those guys, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, how about uh, this? Yeah, but uh, Calgary puts out Bo Levi Mitchell and Jake Mayer on the same play. Well, I mean, that's all. Oh, that's shut all up. Shut up. I didn't even no, want to think about all... that. That sounds scary. Yep. But that's all fine about... and dandy. Trevor but Harris and Vernon still... Adams. Yeah, but hold on. That's all fine and dandy, but there's still only one ball, guys. Right. But who's so getting it? Doesn't it matter if you got... doesn't matter if you got two quarterbacks. Hang on, Will. Will, Will hang on. Look at the scenario. When we have a... When the teams are preparing for each other for the week prior, okay, you have to prepare for that quarterback. We know that Bolivai Mitchell is the starter, and BC Lions have to prepare for Calgary Stampeders with Boley as the uh, starting quarterback, okay? Yes. We have to keep into consideration that Jake Mayer may be in the game, but we have to we have to focus on Bo Levi because that's who Dave is going to put on the field. We know that, okay? Right, right, correct. When you have them both on the field at the same time, how do you prepare for that? You don't know who's going to get the snap. You've prepared for Bo, but it goes to Jake. So you know uh-huh. when Jake comes on the field and Bo sits down, you you can kind of readjust your defense to a different quarterback. On the fly, it can happen. How do you Mm -hmm. adjust it when there's two of them out there? This is a strategy that the defense has never had to face. Never. Right, but here's another another scenario two teams have never had to face. (laughs) What if both your quarterbacks are in the game and both of them get hurt on the same play? And that's a risk you're gonna have. You gotta take. That's a risk you take. What do you What do you do? What do you do? Make Deron Carter your quarterback? <laughs> well, you gotta do something at that point. But uh-huh. that's a risk you well, take when you put you, you guys out there. You do have the right to dress a third. Yeah, I know. Okay. Or at least you I designate one a third. Required to dress three quarters. They're. They're not required to dress three quarterbacks, but they do have the option to dress three quarterbacks. So if you have a, a, a playbook that has two quarterbacks on the same field regularly, I would suggest you back it. You, you, you dress a third mm-hmm. just because. Just because. Interesting scenario, though, isn't it? Chris Strebler coming back to the CFL. Do you think he would? Yeah. Does he make enough money down there with Arizona and Miami that he doesn't have to come back to the CFL? Or do you think he just wants to come back because he loves playing in, in Arizona? I think he, he just likes CFL. playing. Yep. He likes playing, and he does like playing in the CFL. 
But just because he's been waived by the Miami Dolphins doesn't mean he's not going to pick up, big, be picked up by the Panthers or or well, yeah, somebody else could pick him up, right? Well, no, they're the uh, Carolina Panthers. No, they got the Carolina Panthers. They're also a football team. Well, who's who's the hockey team then? Who's Florida Panthers. What team is Florida Panthers? Oh, okay, my bad. I don't know hockey that well. I thought it was Carolina. I thought the Carolina yep. Panthers was Carolina the Panthers. They're a football team. Okay. No, they're a football team. Good. Okay. Yeah, well, right. I, I I was right. I had it right. Pretty good. I know something about the NFL. Not much, but something. Okay. Anything else on this scenario? Can you see something else happening, Charles? I mean, you're kind of creative in this aspect of things. Hmm. How about you line up in the shotgun, you line up two quarterbacks and a running back. So now it could go to one of three people. Oh, so one of the you can also do a wildcat at the same can you ima- yeah. Can you imagine having two quarterbacks on the field at one time and wildcat it? <laughs> the only problem then is you've got the only problem then is yeah the only problem is then you've got if you direct snap it right to the running back then you've got to rely on the two quarterbacks to block and that's when they could get hurt yeah not if the not if the running back throws the ball I, yeah. I have a I have a I have a feeling the bombers wouldn't let Zach Calaris block anybody okay no, no. If you see a guy no. coming, just let him buy. And 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 will honestly, can you see Bo Levi Mitchell blocking anybody? He no. has to get out of his lawn chair. You just say I'm not doing that. But you know what? I'm not doing that? Fuck off! I'm not blocking. I'm a quarterback. It. Think think about it. Think about it. You know, Jake Marin, Bo Levi Mitchell. Um both on the field at the same time, maybe the Stampeders would run for a first down once upon a time if they gave it to Mayor. <laughs> it might. Certainly possible. It might. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Stampeders, Dave Dickinson believes Stampeders have as good a quarterback room as anyone in the CFL. Well, of course they do. I don't think he's wrong. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. Did he questions. just realize? Did he just look around the league yeah, and realize? <laughs> like, is he that dead? It's, it's an epiphany that Dave just had. I mean, seriously, no, who has no, a quarterback room in the CFL? Who? Understand, Dave retired. Dave retired because of concussions, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, correct. It is. I mean, seriously, think about it. Who in the CFL has a better quarterback tandem in the CFL? I mean, you can't say Trevor Harris and, and Vernon Adams because that's just not a reality. Not when you got Bo Levi Mitchell and, and Jake Mayer. Yeah, but – Caleros and Chris Trebler wouldn't be there, and they don't even have – No, no, but, but Harrison, Harrison <laughs> what's his name in Montreal have both been starters, okay? Yep. Mayer haven't. So – Mayor's only played three freaking games, for Christ's sake, as a starter. I, okay? I understand so, that. But he impressed the shit out of us in those three games. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. Well, I'm tired. Not over Why? yet, right? Are you getting carbon monoxide I... from your truck? <laughs> Possible. <laughs> okay, so we we kind of moved on from that one. Dave, Dave, Dave's having uh, some CTE problems, I think. Uh, a name to a name to follow for each team's camp from Jamie Nye. Oh my God! Should we go look at this? Yeah, it's interesting. I looked at it. Did you? Okay, I'm gonna yeah. go there just cause. Jamie Nye. Okay, let's see who they are. Isn't it easy? We'll all be closely watching Nathan Rourke. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, that's BC. In Calgary, uh, Cameron Judge, how he adapts to the Stampeders' defense. Interesting, interesting. Has Cameron Judge been in Calgary before? No, first time. No, okay. No. I mean, I thought he did, but obviously not. Yeah, and and it's really kind of a rarity that Calgary takes somebody that wasn't there, right? Yeah. They actually signed an outside free agent. Yeah, who are we going to look at in Edmonton as a player to stand out? Okay, are we looking at a quarterback, a quarterback, or a quarterback? Uh, I don't think they have a viable quarterback. Who is their quarterback over there? They've got – What's his name? Well, they've got that uh, Taylor, what's his face? They had um, Cornelius Taylor. Uh, Nick Arbuckle. Cornelius Taylor. Taylor Arbuckle. Oh, Taylor Cornelius. Nick Arbuckle. Yeah. Okay, so he has picked, Jamie Nye, has picked Durant Carter as the guy to watch. Because Chris Jones is flipping him over to the defensive side of the ball. He's going to be a DB. I thought he had pretty good hands, so, but, okay. Well, he also played a little bit of defensive back of BC, if I'm not mistaken, too, I think I remember. And as, oh, yeah, he I did. Think in, Saskatch- in Saskatchewan as well, I think. Well, it was Chris Jones who put him on defense. Right. Yeah. Originally. Because Chris Jones doesn't play with the offense, so... Everybody's a <laughs> defensive player as far You'd as be defenseman. Cody Pichardo. If, if he was in Winnipeg, if he was in Winnipeg, uh, Zach Kolaris would be the free safety. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Arbuckle, you're now a linebacker. Yep. Bro Levi would be a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he probably plays like one most of the day. Okay, so, okay, yeah. moving on, because we just did uh, Duron Carter, Duron Carter, oh, quarterback, quarterback. Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and uh, Jamie Nye's answer what is Charlton Hughes at 38 years old. Why? 38 years old, he'll be going against 20-year-olds. Uh, I don't know. Why would you sign this guy? He didn't even play the last two or three years, did he? He played uh, half the year last nope. year in Toronto, got injured, and didn't play very well. Um, it's kind of weird. And before, before they signed Hughes this week, 
Um, he was going to pick offensive coordinator Jason Moss, which I thought was kind of an interesting thing, too, because he was going to see if they could incorporate more deep balls for Cody Fajardo. Uh, I don't know if Cody can throw deep balls. I haven't seen that. Okay. Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So who's going to be the bomber guy? Signed Jalen Saunders, Greg Ellingson. But he is his pick is Rashid Bailey. Yeah. He thinks he's the next receiver, you know, Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is a good receiver. Well, he is a good okay. receiver. He's a good receiver. Jeremiah Mazzoli over in Ottawa with Paul LaPolice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, well, I, 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 he is one to watch because just to see how he plays. I mean, you got to admit that, I mean, Ottawa was absolutely pathetic last year, and they gave the, the team an anima and literally came back with all new players. It's, it, Ottawa Red Blacks is almost a brand-new team. Like, yep. I don't know how many players were there the year before, but not very many. It's okay. been a complete turnover. So, that's going to be really hard to gel quickly. I yeah, but you know Ottawa what? Starting if you think quickly. about it, if you think about it, when Ottawa came back into the CFL, and the first year they were back in the CFL, they were fucking horrible. And then they did a. That's correct. And then they basically, and then they basically replaced every player on their roster, and they went to the Great Cup the next year. So. Yeah. And they won it the year after, didn't they? No, they won it that year. <laughs> oh no, they didn't win it that did year. They win it the second. No, they didn't win it that yeah, year. Yeah, they won they, it the second year. Calgary. Yeah. Right. No, they beat Calgary. Yep. They beat Calgary. They, they did. Yeah. Calgary. Mm-hmm. So, and we've seen it before in the CFL where, where they've kind of changed everybody and they've gone on to win the Grey Cup or been in the Grey Cup anyways. Because that's the neatest thing, and I've always said that, that's the neatest thing about the CFL. You can do that. You can do it. it rebuild it in one year. Yes. Yeah, but you got to have a... A, a hell of a scouting department. I mean, you can't do it in free agency. You can't afford to do it in free agency. No. I, you know, that's how um, Kent Austin built his teams in Hamilton was on free agency. And uh, the next year or two years later, they everybody left him again because they wouldn't. He couldn't Everyone pay them gone. that much. No. Very, very unusual. Okay, speaking of Hamilton, Nikola Kalinke, Kalink, he, he split for the South. So they figure this Jake Burke, who was the first, over pick, first overall pick last year, a Canadian, is going to be the savior for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 
So we're talking about a a, a rookie Canadian. What does he play? Mm. Oh, doesn't he play tight end or something? What does he play? Yeah. Well, he's a fullback. Oh, is he? That's the guy to watch. And he's going to save the franchise? (laughs) And this is his second camp, too. And and Jamie Nye has a job. Why? (sighs) We're not sure. Well, because he's basically in Saskatchewan. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so the player to to watch in Toronto is a guy named Chad Kelly. Never heard of him. Now, Chad Kelly came from Old Miss. Okay. So he. Uh, so what do you what do you say? His mother had him late in life. Is that what you're saying? Eh, old not Miss. Sure. Uh-huh. But he's, he's a. No, you didn't get that old Miss. Yes, I did. I was ignoring Cheryl. And, and she was single. <laughs> so he's a third string quarterback. Oh, and he's the one to watch. Yep. He's the one to watch. He's the third string quarterback. Behind him, where are they getting this from? Thompson and Antonio Pipkin. Where does he get who? Who? Jamie Nye. Well, no, but who cares? In third string, who cares? <laughs> yeah, well. I don't then again, really he might be better power. than Antonio Pipkin. So. Well, no, they, they wouldn't don't pick have real, real hard. Strong. They don't have real strong quarterbacks, so maybe hmm. that's the Maybe he jumps about. up. Okay, maybe he jumps maybe up. Okay, fair the, enough. Maybe he's the next. What was that guy's name he used to play in Toronto, Christopher? The world's greatest quarterback. Cloud Bethel Thompson or Antonio Pipkin? No, 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 after them, before them. Oh, James Franklin. No, before him. Oh, yeah, James Franklin Jr. Then who are we talking the about? Superstar. The best. Quarterback CFL history. Used to be an Eskimo, and then he went Manziel? to What's his name? Huh? Used to be an Eskimo. Yeah, James Franklin. No. <laughs> yeah. Then who are you talking about? Ricky Ray? The guy who won. The guy. Yes, thank you. Ricky Ray. Oof. Okay. Like, like maybe he's the next Ricky Ray. You never know. Oh, okay. So... Maybe that's what they're talking about. I mean, you know you're in trouble when you've got two sort of, well, one established quarterback sort of and another guy, but you're talking about the third string guy could be the guy to to talk about. Take like, it all. Really? Are your quarterbacks that bad? Yes, but, they are. So Apparently. Okay, so... The final little segment here is about the Montreal Alouettes. What about them? His pick on exactly, and his pick for the player to watch in the training camp is a guy named Terrell Richards, and he is the one that they traded up in the CFL draft 
so that they could pick him first overall. Yeah, he was the first overall and, pick. And he's a linebacker, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. I, isn't that the whole point of one of one of the whole points of us talking about uh, getting rid of the ratio is because CFL players coming out of college aren't game ready. Depends yeah. where they come out of. They maybe if they're from the NCAA, if they're in the in youth sports, they're probably not. Yeah, but if they're so, where did this Terrell Richards come from? He obviously wasn't good enough to get drafted into the NFL. No. So. That's a good question. Well, he's he's uh he played for Syracuse. Yeah. Okay. Not a football powerhouse, so but. Well, no. But uh, who did um, Mike Riley play for in college? Eastern Washington. Who did Bo Mitchell Eastern Washington Eastern or Western Washington. Washington or Washington or whatever. East, Eastern Washington, yeah. Who did Bo Levi Mitchell play for in college? Washington. Some place down in Texas, wasn't it? No, 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 Washington. He was the opposite of Mike Riley. I think, he, but there's no thing as Western Washington, so I think Central Washington. No, there's Western Washington. Western no, Washington West, University. Western Washington and Bellingham. Yep. They're in Bellingham. Yeah. But I don't think Western that's where Washington Bo Levi played. No. 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 You didn't. So, Syracuse. That's uh, kind of an interesting pick there. So he went to an American university. Yep. He did. Okay. Eastern, he played in Eastern, both played at Eastern Washington. Did he? Yep. Yep. So there's so no way that they both the played same. at the same school. Where did Mike Riley? I thought for sure Mike Riley played at Eastern Washington. No, he played at Central Washington. Okay. Then I'm mistaken. He, yeah, he played in Central Washington in the North. Apparently West. they both had the same head coach, though. I do believe they both had the same head coach because he moved around. Where is Central Washington? Uh, hmm. Ellingsburg. That's the same school that um, Adam Big Hill went to. Yes, that's That's correct. right. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's correct. Um, that's correct. Yeah. I don't think I they would have been teammates there. He was, Adam yeah. was uh, playing for the Lions. And I said, I'm in your hometown. And he said, oh, yeah. And he, and he named it off. And I said, no, I'm in Ellingsburg. And he said, no, that's where I went to school. 
thought he was from there, but he's not. He's he's actually from just outside of Seattle. Yep. Okay. That's intriguingly interesting. Okay, so Jamie and I, um, I'm not really impressed with his. There's a problem with uh, my office here. It's got dark outside. <laughs> you got to the light on in here. That, you need it a got flashlight. Dark. Mm. I got to put on my, my overhead light here in my cab so I can read the, the, the agenda. Argos eye top of the Eastern Division. Will they hold on, on to top spot? Steering the boat. Argos eye top of Eastern Division. Well, don't you need, you need about what, four wins to be on top of the Eastern Division? So Toronto could do it. No, I, I, I think you have to be close to 500. Yeah, so we're okay. back Close. to a, an 18 game schedule, so they got to be in the seven, eight, nine win category at least. Last year was different because it was a short season, only 14 games, so you could afford to win less games, but because uh, well, of the uh, fewer games, uh, you'd be higher up. Right, but you also got to play Ottawa five times. Yeah, that was also an advantage. Montreal played them five times and still didn't come out on top of the division. Nope. Yeah. Ottawa had two victories last year. Two victories. Who did they beat? Well, you know what? You know what? I don't know who the... Come on. Come on, Will. I don't... the question. Oh, Edmonton. Twice. Twice. Uh, I knew. I thought you'd have fun with that one. Come on. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Sorry. No, no. But I. But I. I don't know. I don't know. I was looking at the Stampeder schedule today. I don't know who makes up these schedules because it's fucking ridiculous. Okay. So the Stampeders play Saskatchewan back to back at the end of the season. They don't play them at all during the okay. season. They play in the last two games at the end of the season. Okay? They That's play, usually a BC and Calgary at the end of the schedule. They play Edmonton. They play Edmonton four times. Okay? What? They play Edmonton four times. Do they really? Sorry. Including I, including I, I, preseason. I don't think they, so three times. Oh, that includes so, yeah, preseason. Three they times. Play, they play three times. Okay. That's acceptable. That's normal. Yeah, that's they, not they unusual. Play, but but they play Saskatchewan at the end of the year twice in a row, and that's the only time they play them. And it, it's like I was looking at it today, and it was just like, come on, who makes up this schedule? Because we play Edmonton back to back twice. Okay, no, that's right. Sorry. So we play we play Edmonton five times this year, including exhibition. I don't think so. Um, look at the schedule, Christopher. I'm looking at the schedule right now, Will. Okay, so we play Edmonton exhibition June third. We play Edmonton okay. June twenty fifth. We play Edmonton July seventh. Then we play Edmonton. 
September 5th, which is Labor Day, and then we play them September the 10th, which week. is the day, week after Labor Day. That's right. Five times, guys. Five times. Including, yeah, four yeah, four times in the season, one in the preseason. And how do you how do you get how do you know how good you are when you play Edmonton four times? <laughs> uh, it just it's just dumb. Edmonton is not exactly yeah. tough competition. No. Wow, you, you do you play them four times. I think I said okay. that already. Yes, I know. I just didn't believe it because that, that, that's fucking I didn't stupid. Be, I didn't believe it either until I looked. Okay? So I had to go look, okay? Here, here's one for you, Charles. Did you Have you looked at the BC schedule this year? I know we started against Edmonton, and week two is a bye, which I don't like. But Right. And, and week three. In Toronto, or uh, against Toronto. I'm not going to count that. Yeah, we play against uh, Toronto's there. Week four is in Ottawa. Week five is Winnipeg and BC. Week six is a bye. Another bye. They get their their byes over twice in the first six weeks. We get two byes. I guess you get three byes, don't you? Yeah. You get three byes, yeah. And the next one is in week 13. So they play 13 to 21, eight weeks without a bye. Wow. I'd like to have those spread out a little bit more. Twice in the first six weeks, it kind of sucks. And then you got a, you got a gauntlet right down the stretch where you don't get a break at all. Nobody should have... More than one buy in a third of the season. The first six weeks, everybody should get a buy. The next six weeks, everybody should get a buy. The next six yeah. weeks, everybody should get a buy. Wouldn't that make sense? Yep. Well, a lot more sense than twice in six weeks. Yeah. Okay. So, Argo's eyeing the top of the Eastern Division. Who's their competition? Hamilton. Okay. Jeremiah Mazzoli is now gone. Yes, he is. Now, the what's his name? Uh, Dane Evans. Dane Evans. That's right. Dane Evans is now the quarterback for the Hamilton. That's undisputed position. And is Hamilton going to upset Toronto for top spot? Montreal has Trevor Harris and Vernon Adams and William Stanback. Are they going to be a threat this year? Now, they had both of those quarterbacks last year, but Vernon Adams was injured most of the season. Yeah. Now, and Ottawa has Jeremiah Mazzoli. Are they going to be... Uh, I don't want to call them a powerhouse in the Eastern Division, but are they going to be respectable? I mean, they only won two games last year. Are they going to make come close to 500 this year? Honestly, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell because they've had such a such a turnover 
Um, they have so many new faces there. Um, maybe um, they could be really good, or they could still be crap like they were last year. I mean, literally, they're the probably the hardest team in the league to uh, kind of to um, um, handicap because there's just been so much turnover. I mean, Edmonton's not that hard to handicap. They're going to be better. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't think there's much they, doubt about that. I mean, it can't be, be much worse. No. And I don't think I, – I honestly think Chris Jones is a good coach in the CFL. So I think he's mm-hmm. going to do well with that team. I think that team is going to be turned around. This year, maybe. Next year, definitely. If nothing else, they you're going to have a good defense. A better defense than they had last year, because that's Chris Jones' specialty. Yep. Argos top of the Eastern Division, Charles, yes or no? Hmm. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say no. I think Hamilton wins the division. No, you know what? No, I'm, you know, I changed, you know what? Hold on. I changed my mind. Toronto got um, they got what's his name Ted Laurent and they also got the other guy Brandon. Ben- I think Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to say Toronto does win the division. Okay, Brandon Banks, you mean? Yes, I say they do win the division. William. Toronto and don't forget the they division? also they also got the steroid king too there, Andrew Harris. So uh, not a fucking chance Hamilton's going to win either. No, no. It, yeah, I think Toronto does win it. No, I think Hamilton wins it. Oh, you think so? Yep. Okay. Once again, I think I think I think Hamilton has better has a better coaching staff, and because Ryan Dinwiddie is a dinwit, okay. In my mind, true, but they were able able to win the division last year. Yeah, and they went all the way to the Great Cup, didn't they? Oh no, that was well, no. <laughs> They lost in the Eastern final and started beating up fans. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that's that. Right. They did. Forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, the, the, the fans kind of deserve to be beat up, but that's not the point. Yes, they did. Absolutely. But the funniest, part is they, guys. the funniest part is they were in their own home stadium for the Eastern final, and they still got into a fight with fans. Granted, they were yeah, Hamilton they fans, but... Kind of funny. <laughs> yep, it was. Okay. Canadian quarterback Trey Ford says he'll play special teams Ooh. in Edmonton just to play. He's a uh, that was a draft pick. His name is Trey Ford. I'm surprised Trey he's not Ford, in Vancouver. Well, anybody who <laughs> names their kid Trey has got a problem, okay? T R E? Trey? Really? T R E. Actually, I just like, fired a guy named Trey. His name was Trayton, T-R-A-Y-T-O-N. If, if his parents and had any imagination. I've ever seen on an excavator. If his parents well, I don't know. had any imagination, they would have called him, or they would have spelled his name T-R-A-Y. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, um, um, one of Wolf Smith's kids are named Trail, Trey. I rest my case. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, you, you I know. my case. That's not, That's a, not good, a good argument. I, a good argument. I know. I, I said that on purpose. <laughs> like, wow. Will Smith. Okay. Um, I, I heard well, they're, they're, yeah. they're putting out a new movie, Rocky 28, starring Will Smith. <laughs> well, he did play Muhammad Ali, right? So... Anyways, but uh, so do you think that a quarterback should should come out and say something like this? You know what, uh, Edmonton's uh, third string, either last year or the year before, also played special teams. I can't remember what his name was. But how is that possible? I thought the quarterback couldn't play in a different another position. That's correct. Yeah, but there's not there's not two quarterbacks on the field then, Charles. There's only one. Yeah, but you couldn't have a quarterback play a different position. No, no. Yeah. They, they, trust me, they did it two years ago. That's why I was kind of a wondering about that rule anyway. quarterback cannot play a different position. <laughs> trust me on this. I watched it. He played a different position. I'm going to have to Google this now, am I not? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Uh, yeah, okay. Just a minute. Go ahead. Keep on talking. About what? We're talking Whatever. about a Canadian quarterback. Exactly how much Trey Ford. <laughs> BC has two, and we have a hard time talking about them. Uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about them until I have to. We're all going to look foolish if they come on and light the world on fire. No, 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 we're not. Because I'm, no, well, fair I'm, not, I'm hesitantly, uh, I'm hesitantly um, confident or confident. Uh, yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm optimistic. Optimistic. Uh, optimistic. I'm hesitantly optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. That's the, that's the only way Same you can thing. be. Yeah. I mean, this would scare the shit well, out of me any see. other year, but. I'm definitely intrigued. I mean, I'm nervous as all hell, to be honest, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I, I think that it's a it's a very bold move by the Lions. I just... Yeah. Usually bold moves blow up in your face. Well, like I said, I've said before, high risk, high reward. Unless you're Maverick. From Top Gun? I... I so yeah. much, I so much, I so much want to go see that movie, but I so much don't want to spend fifty bucks on a piece of shit like that. Comes comes out next so, week, actually. Yeah, Although the early reviews are very, very good, to be honest. And Top Gun was one yeah. of my favorite movies. I'm, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, but it was a really good movie. It was a great movie. And 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 another another Tom Cruise movie that I really like was Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Mind you, the TV series was better, but that's not the point. Yeah, it's funny how they there cast... There were some great... Uh, it's funny how they cast uh, Tom Cruise as the Jack Reacher character, and then you see the guy in the I know. series, and it's like, it's I know. like uh, his big brother, okay? 
six foot eight, three hundred pounds, and 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 Tom Cruise who is five foot nothing. Yes. And runs like he's you yeah. know got some kind of disease. I know. It runs like he's got a two by four shoved up his ass. Um, yeah, he runs funny. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But uh, Jack Reacher was a good movie, and it had some really good lines in it. I was really kind of impressed with it. But I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. I'm just not. Not me either. Did you see the big announcements this week uh, pertaining to Yellowstone, Will? No. Yellowstone will premiere, I think it's November 13th of this year. And the new move, the new series, um, 1932, which is the uh, prequel after 1883, is going to premiere oh, okay. in December. And it's starring... With Sam Elliott. No. No? It's, that was 1883. Sam Elliott died in the end of that. Right, sorry, um, yeah, I got that confused. Who's in the other um, one, then? Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Really? Mm. Huh. Yeah. So Harrison Ford is going to play a cowboy. And it, it, how old is he now? He's like 80? Not that old, is he? Pretty fucking old. He wasn't. He was young in Star Wars in 1976. That was yeah. 52 years ago. Christopher, everybody was no. young in 1976. Wow. Well, Charles wasn't even. Charles. I Charles wasn't even wasn't born yet. Around. I didn't exist. Harrison Ford is 79. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, eighty years old. He's not not bad. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of big stars that are a lot older than him now. Clint's in his nineties. What? Robert De Niro and, I, I and Al Pacino in their mid eighties. Okay, so those guys are going to die long before him. Right, but he's going to play a cowboy. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. He doesn't look like a cowboy. He doesn't. He's never played a cowboy before. I don't think he has. He's, he's very no, no. I, I I just don't see him in this part. I mean seriously. I mean, you. Hang on. Where am I going? I could see him playing an older cowboy. No. Although when I see Harrison Ford, I think of either Han Solo or Indiana Jones. Yeah. How did we get on to Harrison Ford all of a sudden, by the way? Christopher was talking Yellowstone about Yellowstone announcement. It was pretty big. Right. Yellowstone. Yeah, that's right. 
So I'm just trying to figure out what Harrison Ford's first movie was. I think it, it was main character in uh, was in um, uh, American Graffiti. Yes, that was his first movie. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. And I can't remember his character's name, but it was a... Uh, he drove a 55 uh, Chevy two-door post, black one. Al- yep. Alpha. Alpha was his name, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, I think you're right. And I thought his car was yellow. What's that? I thought it was yellow. No, that was John Milner's car. Yep. Played by Paul Lemack. Paul Lemack. That, that Paul Lemack. Uh, that was a nineteen. That was a 1931 Ford five-window coupe. And, and it had a small block Chevy in it, which was really kind of wrong because small block Chevys didn't exist in 1962, or really. Yeah, um, yeah Harrison yeah. Ford was Bob Falfa. Bob Falfa, that's right. Yep. See? Not bad memory, eh? You know what? It was kind of weird. I was driving into work today, and I, I've got some preset stations on my Sirius XM. Uh, of classic rewind, classic uh, vinyl, and then I got like the bridge, which is mellow rock, so that when my wife's playing, I don't have to listen to I, I don't have to listen to her coffee music, coffee house or shit. I can kind of put this on and still kind of squeeze some some rock out of it, right? Um, and I'm sitting there, and John Denver came on, which was "Take Me Home, Country Roads." And I probably haven't heard that song in 40 years, yet I know all the fucking words, but I can't remember why I walked into a room. How is it possible that you know the words to a song you haven't heard in 40 years? Do you want to know why? But you can't remember your toque. You want to know why? (laughs) Sure. Because you're getting fucking old, Bubba. Well, I know that. I admit that. Well, if that's the case, he shouldn't. Number, he shouldn't be able to remember the songs either. If he heard it a long time Christopher, ago, Christopher. I no, no. The, the old stuff you remember, Christopher. I get up from my desk and I walk into my assistant's office, which is right next door to me. And by the time I get to her desk, I can't remember what I wanted to ask her. <laughs> She looks at me and she'll say, she looks at me and she'll say, you forgot, didn't you? And I'm like, yes, I did. And I turn around and I walk out again. So. Yeah, it, 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 it's coming with the territory, right? It's, called, it's like what I, I said to, yep. to one of the guys today at work. And I said, you know what, when we were younger, what it was like to get, what what it meant to get lucky. And he goes, yeah, I remember that. And I said, you know what it's like to get lucky at our age? And he goes, what? Walk into a room and remember why you're there. Yeah. And and that's true. It really is. I mean, how often does that happen? Then you got to go back to where you were and do it again so that you could remember what you needed. Yep. Anyhow. Sad, sad but true. Okay, so where are we now on this agenda? Have we got anything left on it? Trey Ford. We got nothing to do with Trey Ford playing special teams. Oh, well, I think Alicia we should talk about the... the. Yeah, that's what we should talk about. That one. Which one? What? A list of five of the what? biggest stars 
either in the NFL or NCAA to take a crack at the CFL, but none of them ended favorably for the player? Who else? Yeah, I like this one. I like this one because it's so stupid and funny. So. You like the list. Okay. Yes. Well, I got to go back and find the, the link. Okay. I got the link here. Um. I, I I can guess a couple of thirteenth man. You you actually took this article for the thirteenth man. This is like worth like, down shit. Johnny Man Manziel. I knew he was going to be on the list. Yep. Quarterback Montreal, but wasn't he everywhere? Um, who else could be on this list? In my mind, oh, Chad Ochoshenko Jr. Johnson. Okay, so in my mind, Johnny Manziel was never a professional quarterback anyways, okay, because he didn't do very well. And Chad Ochocinco, Chad Ochocinco was way past his prime. He was over the hill. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's like Charlton Hughes' age. Absolutely. So he wasn't really, it really wasn't that stupid. Okay, uh, Trent Richardson. Yeah, and he Trent. had his years in the NFL, and then he came here and he did nothing, right? Yeah, I don't he didn't even do know anything if he played in the a NFL game. Either, he did he? zero. So he did nothing in yeah, the NFL, so he wasn't any good anywhere. He's out of football, um, I do believe. Vince Ferragamo. A massive bust. You know what? Out of everybody, he was probably the most successful. <laughs> well, didn't he have some kind of success here? Anywhere? Yeah, a little bit. I'm, he was uh, he was with the Rams when they won a Grey Cup, or I mean a Super Bowl. No, 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 no. They never won the Super Bowl. He was with the Rams when no, they lost they the Super won. Bowl. They lost to the Steelers. Yeah, they lost it. Okay. Okay. And uh, Mark Mark Gastineau, another guy who was old again, and broken down. Another guy, another guy who was past his prime, way past his prime. He played with the Jets from '79 to '88, so he played for nine years. Uh, in the NFL. Yeah. And no, then, he was a star in that. He was a star in the NFL. Yeah. He was a Murray Peasant yeah, publicity he, stunt. Yep. And didn't he own part of the Lions at one time? Didn't he buy part of I it? Think he was, like I think he had, I think he had a percentage that was part of the uh, agreement here. I think he ended up playing in five games. He got one sack and got kicked out twice. His very first game, he got kicked out for starting a brawl at halftime. I still think the best – who was the best lineman uh, of the BC Lions that you can remember? The best what? Best old lineman that the, that the BC Lions had. For me, it's probably Rob Murphy. I miss that guy so much. We need some mean motherfucking guys. He, on the he was I mean, mean, this, dirty player. This is really why I want to get 
this is why I want to get rid of the ratio. I want guys like Rob Murphy playing in the NF, any uh, CFL. I remember the, at the an all in American O line. Fuck, we would be at, unstoppable. At the same time, they had Rob Murphy on one side and Jason Jimenez on the other side. Jason Jimenez. They were both yeah absolute thugs. They were mean play, players. They they wanted to go out and hurt people. They enjoyed doing that. Yeah. But, boy, that's when we had the best uh, offensive lineman, line in the league. Mm-hmm. I remember the year the, the Bombers had uh, Chris Walby and Miles Gurrell as their tackles, okay? And those guys were just retarded, both of them. So, hey Charles, the the fucking Blues beat Avalanche tonight. Holy crap! They did. They did four one. Holy cow! Four one. Wow. That's amazing. Anyways, Calgary beat Edmonton, didn't they? Yeah, nine six. Yeah, nine six. <laughs> did you hear Chris Cutberg, or did you see that article on him? Yes, I saw the article on him. When it was eight to six, he's calling the game, and he goes, "Yeah, Cal- Calgary's up by a co- uh, converted touchdown with a rouge, and uh, the Oilers have two field goals." Yeah. That was pretty funny. It's too bad he won't be in the CFL anymore. Yeah, I know. I always liked him as a play-by-play guy. Me too. Me too. Jesus, who are we going to listen to this year? Rod Black? Yep. Uh, I actually don't mind Matt Dunnigan. Didn't he retire? Who? You know what? Now that you think of that, you might be right, actually. I, think I don't know who we're getting. Yeah. I don't know. Just try and keep Farhan Lalji away from the on away from the play-by-play. I don't like him yeah, on play-by-play. Well, He's fine as a sideline guy. Period. I don't like him in the. I don't like him. Period. Well. He's, so, in in all honesty, the majority of the time that they they have Farhan as as the play by play guy, they have Matt Dunnigan as his color. Yeah, and that's that's a handicap on anybody. Well, come on, I like Matt Dunnigan. I don't have a huge breed grown on me. I think he's improved from. Uh, He's improved from what he yeah, was before. Think, he's still not great, but... No, he isn't. He, he says the they, dumbest shit, okay? He says yeah, the absolute think, dumbest shit. There's no way. But I think he... Okay, just for the record, I've gone past the one-hour mark. I, I, I think what? they monitor, monitor him now so that he's not drunk when he's on TV, okay? <laughs> Who? It's Matt Dunnigan. Matt Dunnigan? Yeah. I don't think he's drunk on TV. I think he's just, he's had too many concussions. No, I think he's drunk on TV. 
Just saying. Well, there's a possibility in that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know how that goes. Okay, so training camp is going on. That's pretty yep. exciting. Uh, are you going to go see any of the practices, Charles? Nah, it's a long drive up to Kamloops. I'll wait till they get back down here. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you won't. Um, William, you you said you nipped out to see the Calgary Stampeders at McMahon play, uh, in there. Briefly, briefly. Pre- uh, actually, their, their, what they call their white and red game is uh, on Saturday at 4 o'clock. I might go see that. That's when they live scrimmage against each other. So. Interesting. Hey, are the are yeah. the Eskimos and the Stampeders the big winners out of the, the, the strike because they got to hell training camp right from the very beginning and it's got like a five-day jump on everybody? You know what? Could be. Could be. Because they've been practicing. They literally time, didn't. So. Yeah, they, they literally didn't have any interruption with the strike. They just were yep. business as usual right from the beginning. Yep. Well, hang on. They they weren't allowed to go on Wednesday, were they? Nope. They practiced Wednesday. They were not Wednesday. officially in it. They were 70, not officially in it. Yeah, seventy-two hours. hours. They have to give seventy-two hours notice. Yeah, right, then they the weren't officially. The first day of training camp was Sunday. Yeah, seventy-two hours, hours from Monday. No. Night. Because seventy-two hours, it had it couldn't be on a weekend. It had, I believe, I heard it had to be on the Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What my understanding is, from the time they gave their uh, strike notice, officially they were not eligible to start striking until something like twelve twenty-six uh, earlier today or eleven twenty-six. So I they could. It, it wasn't two twenty-two this afternoon. Yeah. Okay, so they had the, the, that was when they were legally um, able to go on strike, but of course, the night before they got the, the uh, strike settled, so that n- no interruption. Okay. I mean, so will three, that's kind will of a three good days thing. of practice make a difference? It probably will when you're installing an offense. Maybe early on, maybe a little bit more crisper yeah. than the other teams. Yeah, maybe. They have to be. Okay, uh, let's let's do this now. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number four hundred and eighty-seven. <laughs> I'm your host Christopher Jones, coming to you from the cab of my 2017 F350. Yes, it's black. What other color would it be? Um, we got football. We're gonna be watching training camp. Be watching preseason games. We're gonna be doing whatever we can. Uh, we'll get back to you mid next week. I don't know exactly what day, but it probably Wednesday. That's what we usually do. Uh, this week it was just because there's too many women in my house, and uh, well, I got the. I, I think I'm impressed. I got the full two hours in without being interrupted. That's a wonderful thing. So we'll uh, just let Charles say good night. Good night, folks. Uh, thankfully, the uh, strike is settled and we're back on the field. And next week, games start happening. So we're we're right there now. So we'll talk to you next week. Did, did we ever hear what's going to happen with that Saskatchewan-Winnipeg game? Because they said they were going yes, to postpone it, it now. It's been postponed. It will be played on um, um, May 31st. Okay. William, say goodnight. Goodnight, everybody. I get to go to a football game next week, a week from Saturday. I'm excited.
Um, go hell. Go BT.